0: I care scott that is the question i mean nothing things have been going on for since time began there's been arguments so why try i know exactly all right that, why talk about anything why discuss anything things are gonna thing and that's that
1: there you go um that's it that's our <laughs> lesson for this week i'm reading a book right now um I read the Mistborn series by a guy named Brandon Sanderson. I started his next series called the Stormlight Archives. Uh, it's very good. The first book yeah. in it is called The Way of Kings, and the fur and like one of the main characters in it is a slave who well, he's like nineteen. We got sold into slavery. Like everything keeps going bad for him, and he just mm-hmm. goes back and forth these these um like times of why care and just like being very um apathetic and not caring about things to mm-hmm. like talking to himself into i need to try i need to do this i need to do it into like these bouts of like he keeps going back and forth of like wanting to care and not care and all this stuff hmm. um, what's it
0: called way of the king
1: way of kings the way, way of, kings. of kings uh it's a hmm. book dude it's like 1200 pages it's ridiculous yeah. the Mistborn book i read i thought was impressively big mm-hmm. um was like 200 000 words and then this one's like 3900 words and 300
0: 3900
1: 390, oh, 300, 300, 300 390000
0: 390,
1: yeah and then apparently like the 4th and 5th books of the series are close to 400,000 pages each i don't understand Wait, words each not each word each yeah. is
0: 400,000 words yeah that's insane
1: it's like you're reading a it's like you're reading one of those, like they don't do it anymore, but most TV shows used to be like hour long for, you know, 23 episodes or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like you're reading an entire season of something like that. But that's it's interesting. Scripted. It's really good, but I'm, I'm hooked, but it's, hmm. it's long, <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's no, but nice. I think it, it ties in well. Cause I think, um, I don't know. I said that Scott and I were talking about the, <laughs> just like politics and news before we jumped on this. Um, and just wanting it to be, got made the comment like, you know, when's this all just going to be over? You know, like when are these current <laughs> things just going to be over that people are just keep like you on the news headlines. and It's like all the same stuff. Yeah. I, like, I mean, it's not going to be over because, you know, 300 years ago, American politics was still crazy and people were yeah. calling each other names and debating over stuff, you know? Yeah. So mean, why care, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah. Why? Why care? What's the point? I think there is. I mean, I do think it is
1: solid. I think it's. I think it's easy to get there, and I think it's easy to feel like you can't. Like it is easy to talk yourself into. There's no point. Like why try? You know. I definitely think it's yeah. an easy place to get to. Obviously, it's not what we should get to. Mm-hmm. And there's
0: like a long laundry list of things, but it's definitely easy to get there. Yeah, don't be apathetic. It's it's tr- It's hard to find the balance between being apathetic versus like being really in the know and caring caring so much you get worked up over it there's there's a balance in there somewhere you
1: know it's you tough
0: know? i think about like in marriage there definitely are days where
1: and in parenting and stuff like that like it's definitely easy and i'm going to sound like a terrible husband and father for saying this <laughs> um but there definitely are way. there definitely are days that you can begin to feel apathetic even in those things you know oh yeah for um, sure um and like apathetic and like what does it matter you know like what yeah. is it like just because it just life is tough. I think it wears you down. Like mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of ways to avoid getting to the apathetic place of taking care of yourself and resting, and mm-hmm. you know, like getting in the word, journaling, like focusing on what's important. But mm-hmm. it definitely is easy to when you're not doing those things, find yourself quickly in a place of like, why do I do this?
0: Yeah, I, I think living in the present um, really helps fight that that apathy, and having a kid really forces you to live in the present one Mm -hmm. just because everybody tells you oh you blink and they graduate high school and so you you have that in the back of your mind to always be uh in the present but also our eleanor started crawling recently Mm -hmm. and she you know we have upstairs downstairs whatever but she's crawling around upstairs and it's like if you turn away for two seconds she's gonna stick her finger in a socket or like go towards the stairs or whatever and you probably jump in the laundry jump in the washing machine (laughs) yeah you know you never know so you have to be in the present or you know she's gonna go yeah she should have a baby gate installed yet no not yet we've been meaning to do that we just haven't
1: yeah those are fun you learn installing
0: them or just oh living
1: with them and tripping over Uh, them there's so many times that i've walked up to a baby gate thinking it was already open or cracked and not closed all the way and just (laughs) ramming into it and taking the entire thing down with
0: it and me like has happened multiple multiple times so we're you know with stairs we're gonna put a baby gate at the top of the stairs Mm -hmm. and like uh, one of my fears is falling down the stairs (laughs) so i mean it is like
1: that's why i almost would rather because natalie and i never have had it right at the top of stairs it's always mm -hmm. had the way our stairs i mean your stairs are like that too Where like if you did it, it there'd be like a little platform
0: yeah i know what you're saying now that makes a ton of sense actually don't have it right at the top of stairs put it on the other yeah like on the other side yeah i I mean i
1: I kid you not where i have i have legitimately taken the entire thing down with me as i've fallen to the ground yeah
0: see one morning i'm just gonna wake up and it's gonna be at the top of the stairs i'm just gonna run right into it and tumble down the stairs (laughs) yeah or with eleanor in your arms yeah yeah that would be bad yeah
1: it's yeah i
0: hate them but yeah you have to live in the present you have to realize like this is what's in front of me right now this is where i'm at don't don't be worried about you know finding that balance between like worried about what's going to happen in the future versus like planning for the future and setting yourself up for success and all that do you think anybody should care about like then, to what
1: extent do you think people should care about the stuff going on in the news right now? Like the major thing in the headline right now is the FBI search on Mar-a-Lago, like Trump's home. Mm-hmm. Like, how much do people actually care about that? You know, because I see
0: a lot of people caring a lot about it from each side. And I yeah, don't... one of the th- I, that's a really good question. And one, you know, I hate maybe hates a strong word. But a lot of times I come back to having a kid and you know how much my perspective on things is different now. But like having a kid, just focus on focus on raising your kid, focus on your community, focus on like what's immediately around you and what Mm -hmm. you can control. And I think that's well, not that you can really control it, but yeah, you you have an impact over or influence over. Focus on what you have an impact over, like. I don't have an impact over like whether or not the uh, you know FBI planted evidence or if Trump is trying to sell nuclear secrets to other countries like I don't have control over that what I do have control over is do I love my daughter every day like do I do I love my wife do I serve her like mm-hmm. that's what I have control over but yeah. I say that and then I look at the news and I think to myself this is insanity Somebody do something. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's
1: tough. I mean, I've definitely fallen more the ignorant side of not caring at all about it, which I feel like I might be a little bit more. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I get very. Maybe it is just stage of life wise where my feel like my attention is so consumed with, you know, just life in general right now that Mm -hmm. I don't even want to take on anything else. You know, like the thought of worrying about politics and things outside of my control just like it's very daunting to me because yeah i already have so much else i'm, I'm that's going on that i'm trying to focus on and give my all to you know mm-hmm. um which i don't that's just, I think it's a bad thing you know no uh, it's i wonder not. if it'll change once like my kids are out of you know the house and things like that i have more free time yeah. but
0: but if you think about what the news is and uh, all of their doing is trying to get you to click on things to read mm-hmm. things so that they can sell ads to make tons of money. Yeah. And that, I mean, yeah. if the more crazy the headlines, like the better, like who cares if, who cares if the article actually has meat or not, if they get you to click on what they're posting. Well,
1: counterpoint shouldn't it, as in our government, the isn't the news important because it does help reveal what's going on so that the people can keep their elected leaders accountable
0: yeah i mean that's definitely true but if how are you how are you keeping them accountable um by tweeting at them uh gotcha yeah there I really mean, it really
1: is i i do feel like people are like oh yeah like the we keep them accountable but do we really like yeah what people? does that even mean you like that official or they do whatever they want and they probably ran on yeah. stuff that they don't even care about you know
0: yep I mean I I think that's very true like if you look at any any politician I'm sure they've gone back and forth on things that they believe versus what they don't believe and then they just figure out all right how can how can I get the most people to follow me and then go that route and yeah so why can't I mean let's rephrase the question it
1: just care about the things you as you said like have immediate impact over and control over and stuff like yeah important. like you know loving god and loving people in your immediate sphere of influence like what does that look like in your life like yeah like you know? i
0: can't i can't get worked up over you know what's going on in washington and and this and that but like i should and can get worked up over like whether or not i'm good with my wife mm-hmm. like whether i'm yeah. not i'm in a community like and that's one of the things too it's like you can watch the news or you can follow headlines or whatever it may be and you're just like wow this this place this country's going to hell in a handbasket and then Mm -hmm. you just get so worked up and worried about it but it's like are you uh communicating with other believers regularly and conversating with them about what god's doing in your life and and going that route and like i i don't do that currently but i I know i need sometimes on a podcast once a week Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. If you can count me,
1: I feel like you can't count me, though.
0: No, I definitely count you. I think these conversations definitely help keep me sane in a lot of ways, like fleshing things out. I do charge you $120 an hour, so. Yeah, I feel like that's all. Like, I've been, you know, seeing a counselor for like a little couple months now, I think. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times it is just like him asking me, why do you think that? Or what do you think about this? And I'm just like. trope yeah but it really works because if like if i can just flesh it out i can mm-hmm. just say something to a computer and if the computer just knows to say why do you think that <laughs> we could do that we can make an ai automated psychiatrist that just
1: says oh why do you think that or when did you start having these feelings or yeah. you know just stuff like that but what watching makes you Fra- feel that way <laughs> watching fraser it's just like man it's you know we could learn a lot
0: man it's freaking ellie and i are on
1: like season 10 of fraser now like 10 in like episode five when did i first tell you about fraser because i'm
0: i'm wondering how fast we're going through this because it feels fast. um yeah i don't know we just got on season three last night but we watched like the first episode of season three and then i fell asleep yeah and i think like one or two episodes played
1: hmm. yeah that's what happens Nellie and i will wake up the next morning and i'll be like did you watch Six episodes without me? She's like, "No, I <laughs> fell asleep before you did." I was like, oh, okay. Oh man, that <laughs> sounds so funny. Good. The I, I'm realizing that this is my last week, possibly of just having Levi, and it's hitting wow. with you because it's like, is this is the last week. It's just
0: gonna be us, you know. Here it comes. Yeah, it is crazy. It is absolutely crazy. I got to start. I've talked to a handful of people to come on the pod when you're not here. Yeah. Any big names? You'll just have to wait and see.
1: Anybody had to pay to get on here? Nope. Wow, uh, so far that you know. Do podcast people pay their people that they interview? I think if it's a big boy. Yeah. <laughs> or a big girl. Like uh, somebody that's impressive. Yeah. Interesting. We had, yeah, we have to pay Whitney for every cameo she she has.
0: That's true. <laughs> she, she sends Venmo a crust out after. <laughs> for like, you know, $500 minimum. Oh, that's great. Well, don't don't make it six hundred dollars. That's a new uh, with the IRS. Like six hundred, anything over six hundred dollars is is more than just a friendly payment. Really, the IRS is going to start scrutinizing those payments. Yeah. even on like a Venmo. Mm-hmm.
1: What about cash? Like if I give somebody cash? Uh, yeah. I mean, that all should technically be reported to the IRS. Can you tell me ways that I can get around with the IRS once? Or is that uh, would that jeopardize your your
0: life? career (laughs) well i don't if you never this has been this is always my tax advice but that's not actually tax advice is if you never pay taxes the first time then you never have to pay them Oh, Dang it. I just never file them to begin with. So don't let Levi file his taxes. Okay.
1: I also never got him a social security number. So, oh, perfect. That's exactly. You're on the right track. Nobody (laughs) knows he exists. I honestly think people who live out in like the country, for example, you Mm -hmm. know, if they like, what if like, what if you give a home birth out in the country on a farm? Mm -hmm. Are you just not a legal person or do you have to, do your parents have to go file you somewhere?
0: I think they. I mean, I think in order for them to actually be a legal person, like they have to have a social security card and birth certificate and stuff. But kind of to your point, like if they're just out on a farm and, you know, completely off the grid, like nobody's going to know. Is that mm. legal though? I don't know. I think so. Why not? Don't tell me what to do.
1: Yeah, I'm going to live on the farm. (laughs) So our next child will be that way.
0: Perfect. What's his name going to be? It is going to be,
1: huh? Farmer Joe. No, it's going to be named um uh, probably Billy. We'll call him Billy the Kid. Billy Kid. Yeah. The, That's great. Uh, yeah, man. I didn't, You don't really think about things like that. But the... I forgot what I was going to say next. It's interesting, though. What are we talking about next, Scott?
0: Uh, I don't know. I started watching a show called Blackbird on Apple TV Plus, and it is crazy and creepy. And I don't really? know why I started watching it. But it's really good what is it about it's about uh, a serial killer naturally oh yeah but then he goes to jail the serial killer goes to jail but they don't really have enough evidence on him Mm -mm. to keep him in jail and so they get this other guy who's a convict that was just sentenced to 10 years they say hey if you can get this guy to confess to these murders and show us where the bodies are then uh you're free like you're free to go and so then it's like just him trying to build a relationship with this serial killer guy in jail to get him to confess to the murders james egerton he's the guy who
1: played um elton john right uh i think so yeah in that one
0: movie yeah interesting yeah rocket man yeah yeah yeah. oh it's only six episodes yeah it's it's interesting for sure nelly and
1: i have been watching uh fraser have you heard of it yep that's about it (laughs) it's really about it (laughs) and if nat can't watch fraser with me i'll i'll watch seinfeld
0: but that's about it uh yeah whitney does not watch blackbird no i just think of that eagle song blackbird
1: i don't know that song you do if you heard you would you would know are you sure I about think so. that you know what I'm very excited about is this fantasy league that we're doing for it for uh NFL with your family oh wait I, know. I need to freaking get that going this is a broadcast out to the Nordstrom family. I'm waiting eagerly for my invite so
0: I need to, I'm the one that's doing it <laughs> did we do Yahoo Yahoo UV yeah but sports? why don't we do ESPN is ESPN better I think so.
1: All right. I'll I mean, it's all the same. Up. They're all the same stuff. I don't remember my login for any of that stuff. So please, please, I beg you, send me an invite to my Gmail email or something. But is that at gmail.com? Yeah, or something. Because I, this is my, this is the problem here, Scott. And I have hiccups right now, which is the worst podcasting ever. But I did a fantasy league fo- with some people a couple years ago. I don't know if I've told mm-hmm. the story. Stop me if I have. But I signed in through Google, but then the next year they some for some reason Disney stopped I don't know, allowing Google to, to for their ESPN login stuff. And they so I had to go in and like recover an account and do all this different stuff. It was like a it was such a long process to try to get back and to get my fantasy football thing.
0: Mm-hmm. And then the very
1: next year I just couldn't log in at all. But the guy yeah. who was running the league kept sending it to that invite that I was in mm-hmm. the previous year and like just didn't comprehend that I needed a different new invite. And so mm. couldn't I had a team, but for like two years I had a team and couldn't do anything about it.
0: I can't comprehend that either. So whatever so, email address I have on file for you, which is like that's great Greg, Gregory Standard the boy at yahoo.com it's Gregory Standard boy. that's it. <laughs> Greg boy,
1: no, do my gmail. All right. I gotta uh, get that figured out. what What do I get if I win this year? uh I will give you a sleeve of golf balls okay sounds good i want a sleeve of golf balls with your face on them that sounds good i'm about it i uh what did you hit the other day we never also updated people on our golf match
0: i i don't know yesterday when i played i shot an 82. nice but it was on a par 66 course which
1: but they still have par fours and fives. So you're saying it's kind of short, yeah. a little bit longer yeah. than a par there's three, a... but not.
0: Yeah, there's there's two there was two par fives, a couple par fours, and then a lot of par threes.
1: Gotcha. <clears throat> I think I played there once. I played a hundred hole challenge there once.
0: It's a fun little course.
1: Mm-hmm. But Scott and I played, and I'm, he probably bring, he probably didn't bring it up because I waxed him so bad. Um, it's true. But and nobody's there to disprove it, but. No, it was fun, dude. We played Mox and Walla golf course right next to my house and it was uh not the greatest course. course. But it, was fun. it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Get out there hit some balls. I probably hit my driver the best I've ever hit. Like you know, which probably isn't saying much, Scott, because you're probably like, wow, that was the best you've ever hit. But I feel like it didn't shank as many as I, I typically do. Like I was I was hitting pretty solid. Um like the last fairway you said I hit like two fifty, and I just did not believe you. I still yeah, don't was, believe you. It was but. great. It
0: was two fifty. Yeah. For sure. I, still I saw that the you. average the average golf golfer drives it like 220 230. All right. I thought I thought it would be way more than that. No. I guess I'm so much better than average. I don't even know what average <laughs> is. I'm so good. I think well, they say the they probably say that cuz it accounts the shanks
1: that most people have in their repertoire. Yeah. But. That's fair.
0: I think I when I played yesterday, I I drove one There's a par four that was like two eighty and I drove it I drove it like pen high, probably like fifteen yards off the green.
1: Oh wow. Yeah. That's great. Did you birdie it?
0: No, because that was I shanked one into the water first and then that was my uh I dropped one. So Scott and, and I were three off the tee box uh,
1: after the first nine when we were playing. Scott's like, "Oh, if I shoot a forty-three or something, I can get under ninety. I can break ninety on this course." And it was, it was a pretty tough course. It was very long yeah. and narrow. Yeah, it was like a legit course. And you got up on the tee box on the tenth hole and just shanked like three in a row off to the right, <laughs> like into a public's parking lot, basically. Yeah, um that was, was like out a, of control. Golf got is in your such head. A,
0: a game of. I think it's so mental.
1: Yeah, just don't look at your score oh, next time until you're until you're done, you know. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. That or way you don't get in your I head of what that.
1: you what you can do, you know. That's
0: true. But uh, speaking of of getting in your head, one of the things I had told you I wanted to talk about today was prayer, mm-hmm. and like why pray. Because like, I feel like that's one of those things that everybody always says, like, "Oh, you need to pray about that." Oh, I'll, I'll be praying for you, or oh, let me pray for you. And it's just a, uh, it's a very, you know, it's almost a flippant thing we say, is that like we'll pray for you, or like I'm, I've been praying about this, or mm-hmm. you know, oh, I need this job, or oh, I really pray God opens this door, or whatever it may be. So one, like, what does it even mean to pray for those things? And two. Like does prayer even work? you think? yeah, I'll say two things. one, the prayer does and the does prayer
1: work thing, I think and well, to talk about the prayer work and then talk about flippantly praying. Mm-hmm. I think there is definitely a difference between like, I don't know, it doesn't it sound bad, but like praying and real praying, because um, there definitely have been times where I've like in my back of my head been praying or whatever it may be and like silently or whatever it is and God hears those prayers you know but I de- I definitely do think like the attitude of our heart and how we're inclining ourselves to God in prayer is like is very important you know because I definitely think in being in prayer it is it is for our benefit as much as it is for like in communication with God it's like it's also a time where through prayer God it uses us like it grows us and challenges us and and brings us along with what he's doing, you know? So like we miss out when we just do a flippant prayer or, you know, say, I'll be praying for you. Like God, please help him. And like, that's it, you know, Uh, compared to, you know, taking the moment, praying, seriously praying or getting on your knees or like just taking the time to truly focus and like plead and ask God to move and act based on his character, his will and his promises, you know, like, Mm -hmm. because there definitely have been times where, There's definitely been times in my life where I've kind of prayed about stuff, but haven't really gotten serious about it. And then once I Mm -hmm. actually started, like, I say really praying, but like taking the time and effort to be focused in prayer, to journal about it, to like, to pray through scripture, just to like really incline my heart to God and to Mm -hmm. to plead with him on these things like that, things start to happen. Either Mm -hmm. an answer to prayer where God miraculously does, you know, come through, or in a sense where he teaches me or shows me what I need to do in order to get to these next steps or whatever it may be, you know, Mm. like it becomes clear on either the action I need to take or the action that God's going to take to make it happen. Um, Mm. I heard a really good um, example of this once where in the same way, we're like, you know, if I go to Lowe's on a weekend and I need to get, I don't know, I had to to get like some stuff for my weed whacker this, this weekend. Mm. And I took Levi with me. I could have walked in there and gotten it and gotten out in you know, five seconds, just, mm-hmm. if I was going by myself, but I took my son and it took longer than I wanted to because <laughs> he wanted to sit on every single lawnmower that was in Lowe's, you know, like That's he wanted, a- he wanted to have fun. He wanted to experience it. Like the whole thing was an experience. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to bring him, but I chose to bring him along. Like he didn't change the ultimate outcome that I got the weed whacker stuff, but like he was able to learn and hmm. see, spend time with me, like an experience, you know, lows in the journey and whatnot and like coming alongside of me, if that makes sense. But I heard some people compare that to prayer in a sense where like God, at the end of the day, God's going to do what God's going to do, you know, like, but he Mm -hmm. invites us into the process to learn, to grow, to spend time with him, to change us, you know, to, to teach us things like, and it's, and it's worth it to go Mm -hmm. through the experience in prayer with him because it ends up ultimately changing us and making us a better person, et cetera, Hmm. you know? Yeah does that make sense i feel like someone answered it
0: yeah that makes sense one of the one of the things you said about prayer gets gets us more in line with god's will and brings us into into what he's already doing kind of thing yeah uh, and just aligns our minds with god's minds god's mind more mm-hmm. it's such a hard thing to grasp that god's will is going to happen but when we pray we we align ourselves with his will yeah. and therefore it's kind of like we see his plan working itself out a lot more when we're in prayer and when mm-hmm. we're if we're not in prayer and if we're not going to him for things then we just kind of remove ourselves from not from the will of God, because the will of God is going to happen, but we remove ourselves from witnessing the will of God play itself out in our lives, because we're not paying attention. Mm -hmm. But when we're prayed up, when we're reading scripture, when we're doing all of these things, I think we can be more uh, aware of what's going on around us, and by mm-hmm. doing that, like it brings us into a into that deeper relationship with God, mm-hmm. uh, and gives us more peace about knowing what's going on, rather than just kind of going through life coasting and and not paying attention to it. It's it's yeah. almost just a a realization of this is what's happening. And this is why it's happening mm. rather than just, you yeah. what is going on? Even in like the small
1: things, like there's two examples that come to mind recently. So mm-hmm. Nat and I have been trying to think about what we're going to do maternity leave wise, you know, of just, you know, what can we put away so that she can stop working for a bit so that she can be with the baby. And we were very stressed about it, you know, and then so we were praying about it together. We were asking God like to provide, we're asking God to show us what to do. And I kind of unexpectedly get a bonus out of nowhere, you know, that's going to help pay for some weeks where she can stay home. Now, if I wasn't praying about that, like it could have been like, Oh sweet, a bonus, like this works out great, you know, but because we were praying about it and asking God about it, like it, it brings to mind more of like, Oh, like God was in the works doing this, you know? And like some people would be like, Oh, you're just superstitious or cautious or whatever it is. But um, you know, the baby i mentioned the other day like the baby was breached like we were praying about it Now was was really just pleading about it like did like one of the baby to turn around went to the ultrasound and it, baby turned around you know it's like we can either contribute that to random stance or like we were asking god for something to happen and it happened you know um and even on some of the bigger things that you look back on i think in the, those little like those those things it's easier for people to be like oh that's so circumstantial you know but there's other things too that you may pray for for years that you know actually result in life change or dra- drastically if you never thought would happen because then you look back at it and you can see like all the pieces coming together you know that are not just coincidental that like something seems to have been working and moving in that direction you know um but it definitely is like as, the, as you said like the more you pray about it the more you begin to make those connections and I, and again like i don't know, like. It is tough. Like, how do you tell people it's not just coincidental, you know?
0: Yeah, that that is a tough thing. Um, You're telling yourself it's not just coincidental. Yeah, because you can't can't say like, all right, I'm going to pray for $50. -hmm. And then, you know, Steve is not going to pray for $50. And then I find $50 and Steve does not. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, well, did I get the $50 because I prayed for it? But then vice versa, like God doesn't always answer prayers exactly the way you want them to be answered. Mm -hmm. And so Steve found $50 and I did not. Like, I know that's kind of a goofy, small thing, but it's Mm -hmm. like, was that coincidence? Was it not? But it's like, as you're praying and as you're growing more and more with Christ and like becoming more and more like Christ, you start to notice those things. Like you said, like you start to put the pieces together but another question and like something i even doubt is like why why do i even have to pray if god's will is going to happen and i know it yeah. is it is about me getting my mindset with god but like can you can you change god's mind like mm-hmm. can you really you know, pray something, and you know it was going to go one way, and now because you prayed, it went another. Yeah. Or like, what about unanswered prayer? Like, yeah. What What about that? Like, it's it such a tough, like, theological
1: rabbit hole, you know. And I yeah. feel like I used to be a lot more well versed on it, but it's mm-hmm. been a it's been a hot minute. Um, but like in Exodus, when Moses comes down the mountain and you know shatters the Ten Commandments because the people mm-hmm. are already worshiping another cow, like they're worshiping another deity and like a false God. He goes back up there and God basically is like, All right, I'm gonna start over with just you, Moses, you know, let's go. And Moses is like, No, we're not, and pleads like God, based on your mercy and your character and your you know, like you like you're not gonna do this. Like you've made a promise, you were you are, you know, are faithful to all generations, your loving kindness. Like he appeals to the attributes of God and then God relents and says, Okay, fine, you know, in the way that it's presented, almost seems like Moses changed God's mind. You know, like was it Moses changing God's mind? Was it God testing Moses? Whatever it may be, you know, like. But there is this This there is this like you know in the sovereignty of God that we can't understand. It is of uh, it is like okay. Well, if I didn't pray for it, then would God have done it? Was God just like or did just appear that way? Like would it happen this way anyway? Like mm-hmm. I don't know. There I, it definitely is a tough. Discussion of God's yeah. sovereignty of how it all correlates you know yeah but it's like I'm, experientially I think I would lean towards you know I don't know I don't really think about the things I didn't I don't really think about the things that have happened that I would I don't really think about it in the light of if, oh man if I would have prayed for it would have come out differently you know mm-hmm. like my mind just doesn't think that way that often
0: wow my, my mind thinks like that all the time yeah <laughs> Like the what ifs, and like, oh, maybe I messed this up. Maybe I wasn't praying hard enough. Maybe I should have prayed more. Maybe I prayed for the wrong thing. Yeah.
1: I just think, like, if I, if
0: I, if I made a bad decision or whatnot and I, and
1: it didn't happen, it's more just like, all right, sovereignty of God. Like, feel it. If it's a trial that something happened to me, that it's like, all right, well, you know, maybe God wants this to happen. And, you know, to allow me to go through the fire, to come out stronger, whatever it may be. You're like, mm-hmm. there's a refinement taking place here. You know, like, what's God trying to teach me in this? If it's a bad decision I make, I just blame myself because I'm like, yeah, this
0: was, I should have prayed about this more. This is all my fault, you know? Yeah. Well, I even think about it just more in the sense of like the you know five years or t- let's call it 10 years ago. When I was starting my, or maybe a little bit longer than that, but like at the beginning of my college career, and like what I started praying for, and how I wanted my life to turn out to be, mm-hmm. and and the job that I wanted, and what I wanted to be doing as, uh, you know, as my life, career, and my life's work, I was praying for one thing, and it is I did not turn out how I was. I started praying at the beginning of my my college yeah. career, and so now it's you you look back over the past fifteen years and you think. I prayed for a lot of things that I thought I wanted Mm -hmm. and it did not turn out that way. Yeah, Does that mean I was praying for the wrong things or does that mean that God, you know, didn't answer them the way I wanted or does it just Mm -hmm. mean that the plan God had for my life and this is a no duh, but like the plan God had for my life is a lot different than the plan that I thought my life was going to be. I'd say all the above uh, (laughs) (laughs) in different
1: circumstances. You know, it's like that, classic thing of yes no or you know later or whatever it may be you know yeah you weren't ready for it or just it was not good for you or you know Mm -hmm. the hearts and like god knows and gives us desires of our heart you know like he knows Mm -hmm. of our hearts and he 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 delights in giving us the desires of our hearts but he's also not going to give us things that are going to destroy us or you know take us farther away from him so
0: and that's the that's the thing with prayer too and and what it all boils down to is like when we pray we become more like christ and when we when we become more like christ like, mm-hmm. we start to see things his way more Yeah, and so in those christ. things that he desires we start to desire
1: yeah i think it's with christ in the school of prayer by andrew murray i may be getting that name right wrong but if you title if you google the title you'll probably get close it's a great book uh andrew gave it to me once um nice it's great 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 but all right man all right um God, our, we can answer that yeah our call is going to end in a couple of minutes so this a is a couple of seconds zoom not unlimited is the restriction on us um, this has
0: been brought to you by a limited zoom call <laughs> <laughs> the free basic version don't pay for it so yeah